0: Welcome to a new episode of the Annals of the Rheumatic Diseases podcast. I'm Christophe Rouchet from France. Today we will be talking to Professor Bompas and Dr. Fanyo Rakis, both from Rheumatology and Clinical Immunology Unit, Atikon University Hospital, Athens, Greece. Professor Bompas is also the head of the laboratory of autoimmunity and inflammation in Athens. We will be discussing the 2019 update of the EULA recommendations for the management of systemic lupus erymatosis, which was published published online a few weeks ago and this month in Annals of the Rheumatic Diseases. So, may you tell us a bit about EULA recommendation in the lupus context? I think the last ones were published a few years ago. Hi. Hello.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. The EULA recommendations for lupus are the first one published by, uh, by Scientific Society. With uh, the European guidelines, recommendations were uh, published in 2008. And uh, the Americans follow after us. Um, there is there is something unique about lupus as a disease among the other rheumatic diseases. The first is that it's very heterogeneous. The second is it can be very mild to very severe and life-threatening. And the third is that uh, clinical trials regarding the management were not available for uh, for aspects of the disease other than the nephritis. So that was creating confusion in the people and uh, we felt it was important for the community that EULA takes initiative to develop recommendations based both on, on uh, available evidence but also on experience to this end, we in 2008 we got the best people who published on lupus from across Europe and we had some people from the United States and we developed uh, practical recommendations for lupus which were global, not focusing just one organ but just keeping a view on lupus as, uh, as a global disease. Okay, thank you.
0: And so may you highlight the main changes between these recommendations and the previous ones?
2: Yes, um, so as Dr. Ruma said, the, the Euler recommendations for lupus were actually the first ones to be published and that first set of recommendations initially um, uh, had to be both generic but also formatted to the various aspects of the disease. So This was the first effort and it contained a lot of statements that um, were not only recommendations but actually um, uh, overarching principles were dedicated to uh, specific um, manifestations or let's say aspects of the disease, so namely lupus nephritis, neuropsychiatric disease or pregnancy. So compared to all these papers, And these efforts, our very recent update of the Euler recommendations tried actually to encompass uh, the whole of the disease. And the change is that we for the first time we give recommendations also, both for the disease as a whole, um, in terms of what drug to choose, how to manage immunosuppressants and cortisone therapy when dealing with the disease as a whole, but also, and that's very important, that we provide. Uh, let's say, organ-system-specific recommendations, namely for the involvement of the skin, the renal system, the neuropsychiatric and central nervous system involvement, and the hematological manifestations. So it's, for the first time, I would say a very comprehensive effort to deal with the disease, both as a whole, but also as uh, its uh, specific and certain different uh, aspects.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, other organizations have published recommendations for the management of systemic lupus, notably the GLADEL and PANLAR a few months ago in Annals of rheumatic disease. May you tell us about uh, differences between these different
1: recommendations? Uh, yes, the recommendations by the other uh, scientific uh, committees or uh, societies, uh, the GLADEL from the PANLA. And also the British rheumatologists have developed their own uh, recommendations. Although uh, there are not major disagreements, they rather emphasize uh, that they isolate each aspect of lupus and they provide the recommendations for each aspect of lupus separately. We think our recommendations provide as Dr. Van suggested, a global view. How do you deal with a patient who has involvement from multiple organs at the same time? So this is the major organization. We don't have any major disagreements otherwise. Ours are more focused and they are are closer to to, to clinical practice. and We think they are more user-friendly.
0: Okay, thank you. You already got a few comments about these recommendations, mainly about the use of hydroxychloroquine and definition of remission. May you tell us a little bit more about it? Yes, and by
2: this I will also answer to main changes, also add about the, the, the previous questions. So first, a and basic comment, and a lot of discussion has been raised regarding the actual dosing of hydroxychloroquine, and the new recommendation that the drug should not be prescribed at the dose more, at a daily dose um, uh, bigger than five milligrams per kilo of real body weight per day, as compared to the traditional, let's say, dose of 6.5 milligrams per kilo per day, which is the usual dose um, uh, used, let's say in clinical practice. So uh, the criticism was: so the criticism was that um, this may actually lead to under-treatment of patients. Uh, especially given the fact the problem of adherence is and low compliance is very common in lupus. But on the other hand, we thought that the new screening techniques actually le- change the landscape of retinal toxicity and we need more data in order to be certain of the various doses. And the other very important thing is that The actual benefits of hydroxychloroquine uh, in most, if not all, observational studies are actually based on a binary um, uh, variable, whether uh, patients are taking the drug or not. In other words, we don't have very strong data on actual dose and effect relationships. We are not sure that the dose is the one that is working and not the actual um, taking of the drug. So, um, these were the main arguments for prescribing the lower dose. And just a final comment about remission. Yes, remission um, and and the actual target of therapy is um, a matter of debate in lupus. We know that. And um, that is why the, um, the lupus recommendations and the updated recommendations said that the target of therapy could actually be remission with a minimal immunosuppressive drugs. Uh, and usually this is hydroxychloroquine, but realizing that this is for many patients a far-fetched goal in clinical practice, now we provide as an alternative, and this is also um, similarly stated in the GLADLE recommendations, that a state of low disease activity, so a we die up to four with stable immunosuppressive dose doses hydroxychloroquine with or without cortisone could be an acceptable uh, alternative target.
0: Okay, thank you. And at the end of the paper you also develop a future research uh, agenda. Uh, May you highlight some points in
1: this uh, agenda? Uh, Yes, I think uh, the most pressing issues for the future agenda are the following. First, we need to improve the stick that we measure this activity to discriminate between placebo effect and active treatment in lupus. Uh, the community is concerned that uh, the failure of many lupus trials may have to uh, with the way that we measure. So we, we felt we need to be define better and more accurate, more sensitive and specific outcome measures. And the second is that uh, Lupus is a very heterogeneous disease, and there is important work uh, suggesting that there there may be molecular subtypes uh, of patients. So a big effort needs to be placed to decide what uh, to develop more personalized therapy for each lupus patient. Some patients with certain molecular signatures may need different therapy than somebody else Although they may have lupus, the molecular signature may be different and they may need a a different type of therapy. These are the major issues that we are
0: discussing. Thank you. So, Professor Bompas, Dr. Fanny Rakis, thank you very much for your time and contribution to this podcast, uh, providing further insight on this topic. Uh, And thank you all for joining us in this podcast. And if you would like to read the full paper, please visit the website at rg.bmg.com.